0: six-yard line Brady fires downfield and the pass is bobbled and dropped by Mike Evans
1: we're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL network presented by BetMGM
0: Fox on the call there that's just wrong a Mike Evans drop come on Scott Lynn you're just trolling him here's the reason why Trista that highlight was just played because Mike Evans, still as confident as ever, even without Tom Brady as his quarterback, telling ESPN, I know where I'm at. My opinion matters more than anybody else, and I watch all these guys, and there's a lot of effing great players, but I'll take myself over anybody. If people were in my situation, there's only five to ten guys in history who have done what I've done. It's been a battle, but I enjoy it. Mike Evans says he's still the best wide receiver in the NFL, Trista.
1: Okay, well, good for Mike (laughs) Evans. (laughs) Someone believes in Mike Evans being the best uh, NFL receiver in the game. I like Mike Evans. I've had Mike Evans on my fantasy team uh, year after year. Uh, He usually just falls to me. But the truth is, Mike Evans uh, had, what, 77 receptions last year, 74 the year before that. He's never had a 100 reception season in his entire career. His best was just shy of that. Uh, You look at a guy like Justin Jefferson, you know, uh, and by the way, Mike Evans, uh, what, 1,100 yards? 1,200 yards? Last year, 1,100.
0: Yeah, 1,100.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then you look at a guy like Justin Jefferson, 128 receptions for 1,800 yards, so... I mean, it is what it is, right? Like, Justin Jefferson is head and shoulders a better receiver uh, in pretty much every way than Mike Evans, and that's no shade to Mike Evans. He's a fine guy. He's, he's a wide receiver one-ish, but he's not Justin Jefferson. He's not Tyreek Hill. He's not Travis Kelsey. Uh, that's, I mean, he, he's, he's not even Chris Godwin. He's not even the best receiver on his own damn team.
0: Hey, listen, that's a great duo there, but it doesn't really matter anyway because they're going to have Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield throwing them the football. So the, the here's the big thing about receivers. And I think Mike Evans in his peak was – top three in the NFL. When you talk about that season, he had 96 receptions. I think it was 2016. And that was kind of where we were looking at him going, oh, man, like this guy is about to be that guy. There was a short stretch there, kind of like Michael Thomas was there before all of the injuries. But Mike Evans has dealt with injuries over the last few years. And you're looking at a receiving prop this year, 925 and a half, and it's juiced to the under at minus 140, which makes sense not even just based on what he's done the last couple of seasons with the numbers maybe going down a little bit or missing a couple of games with injuries. It's the fact that he's got Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield or probably both throwing him the football this year. And when you look at wide receivers in the NFL... You're just an overpaid decoy if that assembly line of success doesn't work for you. you got to have an offensive line that can protect the quarterback. You've got to have a quarterback that can actually throw you the football. you got to be able to get open to get that ball. Like, there's a lot of things that have to come into play for a receiver like that to have the success. So, I, I would probably lean towards the under. I know there's a lot of juice there at minus 140, but if I were to bet it, I would bet under under nine two nine. Let me try that again 925 and a half, just given the fact that I just don't know what that offense is going to look like with that quarterback situation.
1: And it's not like he's a slot receiver where you're gonna give the you know get the ball to your safety valve in your running game and your short yardage receiver. Mike Evans is an ex receiver. I don't trust Kyle Trask throwing, you know, downfield yards to Mike Evans. Just no. And also, here's another thing. So yes, under nine hundred and whatever, I, any nine hundred, I'm under there uh but here's the thing that i think is even more crazy Ashu. this is it's getting lost in the you know mike mike evans i'll take myself over anybody where he says rebuilding we're not rebuilding we're winning we're trying to win right now i don't know why people think that we're rebuilding we're trying to win the division what what is what excuse me what
0: I mean, technically, they can try to win that division. It's not a great division, but there's a reason why they're plus 750 to win the South because <laughs> they're not a very good team when you don't have Tom Brady a quarterback anymore.
1: Well, I mean, it's not even about Tom Brady. You don't even have anyone close to being a QB1 for you. Kyle Trask and like is okay, and Baker Mayfield will probably win that job, I guess, and Baker Mayfield will win them six games.
0: They're, they're not going to be a good team. I mean, that's the reality of it. They do still have some talent there, but, like, you just – they don't – in the end, if you don't have a stable situation at quarterback, it, it really doesn't matter. Look, Mike Evans may, talent-wise, be a top 12 quarterback – or quarterback – wide receiver in the NFL. But if he's – look, and here's the thing. Good for you having confidence in yourself being the best wide receiver in your eyes in the NFL. It's like when a quarterback says they think they're the best quarterback – good have it. You may not always want to say that out loud, but I want confidence. I just want it to be a reasonable confidence, too. Like, if he's not getting the ball, is he going to start throwing fits on the sidelines because Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask Fair. is not getting it Fair. to him? And listen, if we're talking about tiers of wide receivers here, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Jamar Chase, maybe adding Stephon Diggs in there, too, that's like tier one. Those are the game-breaking yeah. guys that can go out there, make plays, you put the ball in their hands in any in any situation. It can be 50-50 balls downfield. It can be a short little, you know, bubble screen, and they're going to go out there and make a play with their feet. It can be whatever type of route you want to throw their way. It can be in the red zone. It, like Those are the top receivers in the NFL. Cooper Cup would be a slot down for me only because he was hurt last year, and we've seen multiple seasons where he's obviously been hurt. If you go back to the Cooper Cup we saw a couple years ago, Super Bowl MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, he jumps back up to Tier 1, but we saw what happened. We talked about the quarterback tiers yesterday. Injuries can set you down a little bit. I drop Cooper Cup slightly down to a tier two, but those receivers there Diggs, Chase, uh, Hill, Jefferson, and Devontae Adams—that those five right there are tier one wide receivers for me. Before you go to everybody else.
1: Yeah, Jefferson, Chase, Tyree, Hill, Stephon Diggs, and then you, I wouldn't, think, put, you, you wouldn't put you pro- wouldn't put Devonte Adams in there. No, I wouldn't.
0: I mean, he did have fifteen hundred so. yards receiving last year, though, with Derek Carr, who was I, kind of a mess. Well,
1: if you're not going to put Cooper Cup in tier one because of his quarterback situation, then you no. That's more about injuries put- for
0: me. It's not. It's not about. It's not about quarterback because I don't. I don't want to write off Matt Stafford and that offense just yet. For me, it's more about like how is Cooper Cup going to look because he's also hurt again now in camp. So, like, I drop him down a little yeah. bit just because I, that health is a real concern coming off of an injury and now heading into camp with another injury. So that's why I put him down. Devontae Adams still caught 100 balls for, what, 1,500 yards and 14 touchdowns last year. So I'd still put him there. I just – I mean, again, it's w- w- whether he has chemistry with Jimmy Garoppolo is certainly going to be – we'll still have to wait and yeah. see that.
1: That's the thing for me is, is both of those guys those players are in situations that aren't super favorable for them right and so as a talent in terms of their route running and ability uh then yeah they're they're tier 1 caliber wide receivers but i wouldn't say that they're tier 1 caliber receivers in terms of the production that we're going to see for them from them uh especially considering that i'd probably add man i think i'd add garrett wilson to the top of tier two with Devonte mm-hmm. adams and cooper cup just because i don't know what the situation is just because i don't know what the situation is and then you add like an aj brown in there to tier two if aj brown was fully healthy all year round and i could guarantee myself that he is going to get targeted i think aj brown is tier one
0: yeah, I, I think, and that could also be that could be a change this year. Another time in that offense, you know, more you know, chemistry being built, and you know they, they've got obviously a lot of weapons there. But AJ Brown is as good as just about any receiver in the NFL, so you might see him kind of elevate into that first tier right there. It's interesting, Devontae Adams receiving prop still set at thirteen hundred yards. Now it's juiced to the under, uh, all the way at minus one thirty, but it's still a pretty hefty number for somebody that's got a new quarterback there that may not even stay healthy the entire season.
1: And, you know what, I would say this, and I know he's not a receiver, but he is a primary pass catcher, as you would put. And I know that this is like, it's a totally different situation, but in terms of just pure pass catcher, you got to put Travis Kelsey right in there.
0: You do. No, I, I, I totally yeah. agree. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because there was a point for a while where we had a stretch, and we I guess we still have some tight ends that way that were almost just looked at as extra, like, wide receivers, right? I mean, Jimmy Graham for a while, remember when he was fighting over the, with the Saints over a franchise tag, there was the big thing, like, he changed his Twitter profile to just saying pass catcher and not tight end because he was trying to fight that he was more of a receiver and not a tight end. But we do have some tight ends that kind of fall into that category where they're not listed as actual wide receivers. They play the position of tight end, but they're as good as just about any wide receiver there is out there. They just, they play the tight end position. So yeah, there's a whole other level of those guys that you'd have to throw in there where, I mean, mean, here's the thing about the receiver position right now in the NFL, it's loaded. I mean, it is stacked. You look at that draft class we just had, you, you mentioned Garrett Wilson. That's one of five first round picks at wide receiver and all five of them, have the potential to be Pro Bowl wide receivers. I mean, Jamison Williams actually has to get on the field for Detroit. But if you can do that, Jahan Dotson in Washington is great. I mean, I love Chris Olave in New Orleans. That there is a lot of talent there. Where we Drake talk London. about adjusting. Drake, Drake, oh my God, Drake London now. I don't know what it's going to look like with Desmond Ritter, but we know that he's as good as any one of those guys. So, like, and that's the point too, right? I literally forgot Drake London, and think of all the other names that were there. So the NFL's in, in really going to be, I think, in a, a deep, deep spot like this. Just this plethora of wide receivers. We're talking about Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, and what these guys are going to get paid. Let's not forget that Garrett Wilson, who you might argue is a top ten wide receiver right now, top twelve, could easily right. elevate into the top five, maybe even even more with Aaron Rodgers now throwing him the football. I mean, think of what Garrett Wilson was last year with an absolute dumpster fire at quarterback. His receiving yards this year is at 1150 and a half, minus 115 to the over, minus 105 to the under. And I mean, when you're talking about having Uh, uh, Zach Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm with you, Trista. All the way over for Garrett Wilson, somebody who had 1,100 yards receiving and 83 receptions with a complete just trash pile at quarterback.
1: He's going to have 100 catches. He's going to have 1,300 yards.
0: Yeah, I think that's more than reasonable. More than reasonable. I
1: mean that's just being that's just being pretty conservative as well. If he's completely healthy and their offensive line is okay, then he's gonna be a monster. I love Garrett Wilson. He's he's, just- he's incredible.
0: Just to get that consistency, and it may take a little bit of time to develop some level of chemistry with Aaron Rodgers, and that's fine. It doesn't mean that they can't instantly figure some things out, but as the season goes on, you'll probably see more. They'll learn each other's tendencies. They'll work together. But, I mean, you think about last year, last game of the year for Garrett Wilson. He was targeted 17 times, had nine receptions for 89 yards, but the week before that, only three catches against Seattle, 11 targets, just 18 yards, then 30, then 98, then 78, then 162, then 95. So, like, he just wasn't getting any sort of consistency with numbers. I mean, even the targets went from 15 to 7, 9, 9, 11, 17. Like, it's just all over the place with him. You're going to see a lot more consistency with somebody like Aaron Rodgers throwing him the football now and not five different quarterbacks. I, I don't think there's any receiver I'm more excited to watch this year in terms of their trajectory than Garrett Wilson and what he can do in the Jets' offense now
1: oh baby you're so right he's so fun too the upside for him and what he can do is is limitless so yeah i think he's he's definitely in that in that second tier i think if t higgins weren't playing with jamar chase he'd mm-hmm. be in tier 2 as well He's really, really good, and maybe what happens to him next year if he has to go somewhere else is he gets a shot to be the number one wide receiver because he's, he certainly is. Amon Ross, St. Brown, I really like a lot as well. I mean, this is just a loaded position. Calvin Ridley, when healthy, is tier one. Like, when healthy, he's just, he's just he just is. Keenan Allen, when healthy, is one of the best route runners in, in the league, has very sticky hands, paws.
0: God, he's always hurt, though. And I say that yeah, because I've had him on multiple fantasy teams. And it's same. just,
1: same. it's the worst. Devontae Smith is really, really good. Jalen Waddle's really good. I was just about
0: to say, you you, you want to talk about somebody that also like T. Higgins with Jamar Chase's shadow there. I mean, Jalen Waddle, the same thing with Tyree Kill. Jalen Waddle was a number one receiver his rookie year in Miami. Then they add Tyree Kill, and he actually still has a better year and improves. He's good inside out, up the field, short routes. I mean, Jalen Waddle had a huge jump from year one to year two. Some of it does help having Tyreek Hill on the other side of the field. But, I mean, some of these guys are just going to get better no matter what, even if you don't have anybody else around to distract the defense.
1: Yeah. What about Debo Samuel? We didn't mention him. Although,
0: do we consider him a receiver or do we just consider him a playmaker? You know what I mean? Like, that 49ers offense, it's like, well, Christian McCaffrey is a running back, right? George Kittle's a tight end. But he can line up as a receiver. And Christian McCaffrey can line up as a slot receiver. And Debo Samuel can line up as a running back. And I Look, I'd still consider Debo Samuel a receiver and a top, maybe top 20 receiver in the NFL just because he ends up doing both things. But then there's also Brandon Ioke there who's looked great in camp. and looked great in the offseason. So there's somebody else. There's There are certain teams out there that just have – a whole They're just loaded with weapons right now. And yet, Ayoko was a 1,000-yard receiver last year for the first time in his career, and he's going to get more targets probably this season. Debo Samuel, they may line up a little more in the backfield, giving Brandon Ioke opportunities to really get out there and, and make some more plays. And he may be somebody that makes a big jump, too.
1: Yeah, I really like him in there. Also, Brandon Cooks, his number is 775. All Brandon Cooks does is catch for a thousand yards. That's just what he does.
0: And he's finally freed from Houston too, which makes a huge, huge difference. That poor guy was trying to get traded for like two years in a row from that team. (laughs) It's bad MGM tonight.